Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Hello, Kieran. Hello, 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 everyone. <laughs> He's just copying what he did in the second episode oh. we ever did, the Shazam episode. Just, just you wait, just you wait. Oh, yeah? He's a caterpillar. Oh, yeah? He's a Nazi. He is not in this movie. He's and if not. you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to this show because that is a spoiler. It certainly is. And we don't know that, but we're just going to presume. <laughs> because what we do on this show is we do a lot of presuming. In fact, we presume the plots of movies, essentially. So we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster, the poster, the trailer, whatever we can get our hands on. Then we predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. We presume, as I just said, as much of the plot as humanly possible. Then when the movie comes out, we go and see it and see how close we got to predicting it. And if you want to put one of our previous predictions to the test, you currently can, because a movie that we talked about a couple of weeks ago is now in cinemas, and that movie is Scream 6. I feel like we only just talked about that movie, and it's already in cinemas. It feels like yesterday. Yeah. It really does. And if the killer's not who you thought- Yeah, it's going to annoy me. Because we made some big calls, you and I. That's right. Some big calls. Yeah, especially you. I don't know if they're going to come to fruition, but that's what the show's about, right? We will see. But let's get stuck into another prediction. We're here talking about a movie, a sequel to a movie that we covered all the way back four years ago when we first started this show. This is our second episode, right? That's right. So, all the way back in 2019, we did an episode where we predicted what was going to happen in the original Shazam movie. And now, four years later, we're here to talk about the sequel, Shazam Fury of the Gods. Now, Matty D... We never really covered it in the actual spoilers episode we did on Shazam way back when. <laughs> yeah. But what were your thoughts on that first movie? Did we never talk about this? No, this is back before we actually did reviews of the movies. Well, okay. Well, um, like this is going back for me, but I remember enjoying it. So, clearly you haven't rewatched it. No. Since, uh- <laughs> no, no, no. I was, ex- I was expecting- I wasn't expecting much when I watched that movie. Okay. So, I was expecting it to be very, very bad, and I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, this is actually a lot of fun. I'm actually really enjoying it. I don't think you liked it. No, I said on that me- original episode, I said I didn't like the movie. Yeah, and I think you told me that previously. So I, I was thought like, it was oh, incredibly boring, to be I'm, honest. I'm going to hate this. It was silly. Uh, there was dry bits. We but- watched it together, and I think I had more fun just chatting with you than actually watching <laughs> the movie. Because, as we know, I'm not the big superhero fan on this show. I especially hate superhero origin stories, and this was just a generic one. Well, it was, but I don't know. They seem to have fun with it. I enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, but I've seen a million movies like that. Tongue in cheek. I've was- seen Kick-Ass. I've seen, <laughs> geez, Spider-Man 2. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not a good example. I've seen, you know, all of these superhero origin movies, and they try to have fun with them for the most part, unless it's something like Daredevil or, or Venom or something stupid like that. But I feel like I've seen this done a million times, and it's not my genre, and so I'm just not interested. I'm not interested in talking about this sequel, to be honest. No, it was a sequel that I wasn't really looking forward to. How come? You liked the first movie. Well, yeah, and I thought the first movie was good-ish. It was fine. It was fine, but- what else do you do? I mean, it was like a nice little novelty. They're going to do the same thing again. They're going to double down on all the humor from the last time. Yes. And also, isn't the whole DC universe going to be rebooted anyway? That's right. So, like, what's the so point? They don't even know if they're going to be able to continue this franchise, this specific Shazam franchise, because they've said, well, Shazam's future is very up in the air because we're doing our own thing with uh, James Gunn, James Gunn's DC universe. And James Gunn hasn't said if Shazam's <laughs> going to be a part of that universe. <laughs> So, Black Adam was set up to tie into this movie, but then we don't even know if that's going to happen what, anymore. What a mess. It just feels like a waste of fucking time. It's okay. It's okay. Flash can jump around and, like, grab all the popular characters and, and bring them all together. Yeah. Because that's what we're doing now, everybody. Well, again, We don't write stories. We again, write multiverses. They weren't originally going to do anything with that Flash movie, but now, because I guess they're, you know, they've spent so much money on it. Well, I guess they did the same thing with Batgirl and can that, but, like, <laughs> Flash isn't even a part of the, the James Gunn DC universe anymore either, so- 
They're just doing that movie out of obligation, but it's not going to tie into anything. It's not going to lead to anything. So I kind of like that better in a way. I I know I just said it feels like a waste of time, but they're sort of offhandedly, rather than making a connected universe at the moment, they're sort of making standalone movies. What? What a crazy concept. Which I find a lot more compelling and a lot more easy to jump into than like a a series of movies or stuff that ties into TV shows and whatnot like they're doing with the Marvel movies. They have been doing with the Marvel movies forever. Yeah. So, sort of getting it like a one-off story, self-contained story is more refreshing to me in a way. It feels like we're going back to how movies used to be. And yeah. it's good because you don't need to absorb all the content that's out there. I'm not that DC has a lot going on yeah. right now, but like all the TV shows and stuff like that's that. Right. You feel like you're missing out if you don't have that prior knowledge already. Yeah. Because I have all this DC. homework that you need to do. That's right. The DC EU, I think they call it, the, the strict movie universe. Now, I know you're thinking, we covered Shazam four years ago. How come it's taken them four years to make the sequel? So, the sequel was originally greenlit right after the movie came out and was a success. Uh, I don't remember exactly how much it made, but it sure it made enough to warrant a sequel. Yeah, it did. But they originally were supposed to film the movie in 2020 for a 2021 release. We all know what happened in 2020. The movie was delayed, and so they had to film it towards the end of 2021 when things had died down a little bit. And now we're finally getting the movie all the way here in 2023. I don't know. I would have just binned it by now, to be honest with you. I, I think anybody who wanted a Shazam movie would have wanted it directly after the first movie. I think you're right. Has Shazam's time passed? Yes, it has. Okay, you're saying that definitively. Yes, I think so. I don't think anyone's asking for this movie. I don't, okay. I don't think it, people who enjoyed the first movie are asking for this movie. Really? Mm, That's no. a bold statement. It is, but I make bold statements here. <laughs> okay. So, what do we know about this new movie so far? Uh, we got two trailers for this movie. Two That's right. trailers. And what we see is we can see Billy Batson as Shazam flying around doing stuff with a lot of CGI special effects. Yep. Him and his foster family all have superpowers as was uh, as we saw at the end of the previous movie. Exactly revealed at the last movie. The Shazamily. But there are some rivals to this. They're yep. a, a group of people who are the daughters of Atlas who mm-hmm. feel like these kids and I kind of agree with them actually don't deserve these powers and they're co- causing all kinds of chaos on earth and we see right. uh, a lot of a lot of crazy stuff happening and I guess Shazam is kind of tested against that. Possibly a, lo- a lot more mythology built in. Yeah. Looks like our great friend, uh, Jaimin Honsu, is doing a lot more. Yes. He's running around, you know. Yeah, he's wearing uh, a toga. That that staff that uh, Shazam broke is back. Oh, really? That's interesting. Well, yeah, he's holding it. Isn't that a different staff? Is it? Yeah, it I looks completely it different one. to me. Okay, maybe it is different. What did the staff do in the first movie? I well, don't did, remember. Didn't it grant powers or something like that? Yeah, possibly. Man. Oh, man. Rewatching I, the first movie would have been a I, smart I idea. I, let's just say for the sake of our plot, it's a different staff. <laughs> okay. And All not right. the same one. Because I don't think it- Oh, Well, it, there's, a, there's a scene- in, I know we're, we're skipping- Maybe it, it's Atlas's staff. There's a scene in the museum where we see the staff is broken, in, but behind the display case. Okay, it's the same so, staff. So, maybe they do like an Aragon style thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's the same staff then, if, if that's the case. <laughs> Obviously, you were paying more attention to the trailer than I I was for a change. <laughs> so, did you want to hear the synopsis that I have for this movie? I can't wait to hear all three lines of this. Billy Batson and his foster siblings, who transform into superheroes by saying Shazam, are forced to get back into the action and fight the daughters of Atlas. They must stop them from using a weapon that could destroy the world. Now, I shamelessly, shamelessly took that from Wikipedia, <laughs> which is always a gamble because nine times out of ten, the information you read on Wikipedia is not accurate. Look, I think that We've might proven be that time and time again. I think this might be accurate because it doesn't really say anything new. Exactly. And it <laughs> matches what we're seeing in the trailers as well. So, I mean, obviously the Shazamly don't do a very good job at stopping them from getting the weapon because they clearly have it in the trailer. Uh-huh. This uh, staff that used to belong to the wizard Shazam. 
Didn't the wizard Shazam die in the previous movie? That's what I thought, but he's back. He's so back. We're going to have to come up with a reason as to why he's back. Yeah, it's his brother or something. <laughs> it's his- yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know. He's magic. Well, yeah, he's he magic. He can, he can come back. He can, he can- It's a superhero movie. Death isn't permanent in a superhero movie. No, he can Gandalf the White. This look, two, two Lord of the Rings calls yeah. references right there. Well done. Now, let's talk about who's in this movie before we dive straight into our plot prediction. Now, I haven't said this already, but quite like the Shazamily themselves, Matty D and I are teaming up to use our powers together to predict this one as, as a whole piece, as a joint effort, in the hopes that our combined powers will bring us closer to the movie than we would working separately. This is a movie about family, about togetherness, about unity, right? That's right. Like, And you know, only together and can furious. we prevail. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to prevail by working together. Well done. Yes. You tied it together. Well done. So, let's talk about who's in the movie now. All of these characters are returning from the previous movie, so I'm not going to really go into who these actors are. Also, I don't know half of them, so no. there's no point talking about them. Didn't watch Chuck? Yeah, well, sort of. <laughs> not really. No. So, returning as Billy Batson, a.k.a. Shazam himself, is Zachary Levi and Asher Angel. Great to see him back again. Yeah, did a good job in the first movie. I'm sure they'll do a good job in this movie. Yeah, and returning as the character of Frederick Freddie Freeman is Jack Dylan Grazier and Adam Brody. Now- the reason that I'm listing two actors for all of these is because they have child versions of their characters and then adult superhero versions of their characters that they transform into. Jack is the wisecracking best friend. Yep, the crippled then, best friend. You know, he turns into the OC guy. Foster brother. Yeah. Still a best friend, Still though. Still a best friend. He turns into the OC guy, you said. Yeah, Seth. So, Seth is uh, Adam Brody. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Now, returning as the character of Eugene Choi is Ross Butler and Ian Chen. Don't know either of those people. I'm sorry. They didn't do a lot in the last movie, so who knows? I don't think they're going to do a lot in this one. Now, returning as the character of Darla Dudley is Megan Good, who we have seen before. She was in uh, Monster Hunter. She was one of the the nameless soldiers in Monster Hunter who got killed at the start. (laughs) Uh, And uh, Darla Dudley is also being played by Faith Herman. And next up, playing the character of Mary Shazam is Grace Caroline Curry, who's replacing the actress who played uh, Mary Shazam in the first movie. She only has one actress because she's already an adult, so she can't become a more of an adult. Yeah, I always wondered what happened there. Unless like, she was like a really stick thin girl who, when she's a superhero, she's super buff yeah. and voluptuous. So, like, what, what happens? <laughs> what would happen great? if we get the power of Shazam? Would we turn into like old men, or would we turn into like better looking look versions of ourselves? Yeah, that's which is be. impossible, Kieran. Yeah, so we would just be the same. Yeah, with we'd a lightning be exactly bolt. the same. A lightning bolt on our chest. He would just turn into Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be uh, what's his name, Black Adam. Now we've got some new characters. Wait. I forgot one. Playing the returning as the character of Pedro Pina is DJ Catrona and Jovan Armand. Now, he's an interesting character because he goes from being a fat kid to like a skinny, muscular adult. Yes. <laughs> which is a fun idea. I, I, I guess Always that's- good to give the little man some hope for the future. Yeah, I get that, that's problematic uh, if we lean into it. Yeah, he should be a fat superhero. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, don't know. know. I didn't even want to talk about it. Okay, we won't talk about it then. <laughs> We've got some new characters in this movie, but some returning faces. So, mm-hmm. playing the character of Hespera, who is one of the daughters of Atlas, is Helen Mirren, who, of course, we've talked about before in Hobbs and Shaw and Fast and Furious 9. Now, all the way back when we talked about Hobbs and Shaw, I said, the only movies that I really know Helen Mirren from, she's naked in all of them. And so, I promised that I'd go and watch more Helen Mirren movies. <laughs> and? And I have. And all the movies I've watched, she was naked in those too. So, I, well, look, I haven't improved my Helen Mirren repertoire outside of all of her nudie work. Well, look, this podcast is, you know, increasing your Helen Mirren catalogue because she's not, not going to be naked in Shazam 2. <laughs> No, I'm joking. What's your fault? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, she's certainly not going to be naked in this movie. In fact, we don't see nudity in movies these days. Yeah. 
I mean, she might. That might be a surprise. That'd, it'd be a great surprise. <laughs> if all of the Shazamily just turned up naked with capes on, it'd be a completely different movie. Then. When they're adults, though, let's yeah, let's, uh, let's find Well, that. they're only wearing capes when they're when they're adults, so that makes sense. But they're a child in their brain, so still problematic. <laughs> let's move on. Now, playing the character of Anthea, who is also a daughter of Atlas, is Rachel Zegler. Now, she played Maria in West Side Story, and that's it. Not oh. the original West Side Story, as in the Steven Spielberg West Side Story that came out a couple of years ago that I didn't see. Okay, so she's a musical talent? Yeah, I guess you could say that, judging from her one movie that she did. <laughs> and playing another daughter of Atlas, Calypso, is Lucy Liu, who, of oh. course, we probably know from uh, Charlie's Angels, as well as Kill Bill. What no. were you going to say? No, I was just going to say how exciting to see her Yeah, she's back. Movie. She was in a TV show for a while, wasn't she? What was that yeah, TV show? Yeah, was that show? a Sherlock TV show? Yes, that's right. She was, uh, she was, was she Watson, Watson in mm. that terrible American Sherlock TV show. <laughs> it's like a- was it, I don't think it was related to the BBC. No, because there was two. There was the one with Anthony Cumberbatch, and then there that's was right. the, the dude off Train Spotting had one, and there was an American one and a UK one, and the UK one was better. Did you say Anthony Cumberbatch? Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> okay. I keep doing that. I don't know why I call him Anthony. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, it's because I know another Cumberbatch. Oh, okay. Called Anthony. Okay. I get confused. Shout out to, to Anthony Cumberbatch. <laughs> That's a very common last name, Kieran. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, last but certainly not least, returning as the wizard Shazam is our favorite actor of all time, Jaimon Honsu. Welcome back to the show, Jaimon. Hardest working man in Hollywood has taken a little bit of a break. That's he deserves right. it. If anyone deserves it, he does. I'm so glad that he's back. He's, he's a bigger presence on the show as we are. Yes. This show, I mean. We used to talk about him every second episode, it felt like, <laughs> but he's been gone for years. I know, it's been we sad. We missed him so much. He deserved the break. Yes, he was the hardest man in Hollywood. I hope he had the <laughs> hardest holiday of all time. Partied hard, he had some cocktails, yeah. lied on a beach somewhere, I and now so. he's back for another four years of um, German Honsuing. Another four years of potential spoilers. <laughs> yes. So, let's get into talking about what we think is going to happen in the plot of Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Now, Mr. Mind... He was the evil Nazi caterpillar that we saw in the ending credits stinger for Shazam, the original 2019 movie. Was his name Mr. Mind, was it? Mr. Mind. Do you think he's going to be back in this movie? You already gave it away at the start of the episode. No, I think they thought that that, that's the direction they were going to go in, but- (laughs) Why did they change it? Because they- That was the most intriguing thing in the whole movie for me. We Back when we did our actual spoilers episode on Shazam, we were so excited to see this upcoming sequel because of the Nazi worm. Yes. And they're not giving it to us. <laughs> no. As far as we know, they're not giving it to us. Because they don't want us to be happy. That's why. They don't want us to be happy. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. I think it's one of those things that they're like, oh, let's do one about the Nazi caterpillar, the Nazi worm. And then when they sat down and actually write it, they're like, we've got nowhere to go with this. I don't know how to do this. Let's just make it another Ragnarok. Yes. As in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. It's a very Thory movie. This this movie feels very, very Thor. Almost sounds like you have a lisp. <laughs> I'm very Thor at the moment. This <laughs> is like a gory movie. With a fat on my faddle. No, it's, it's, it reminds me a lot of Thor. I think that's the direction they're going in, but... Yeah. Maybe this cat... Isn't every superhero movie that at the moment? Yeah, tell me about it. Except the Batman. Maybe Mr. Mind will appear as like a cameo. Maybe... Let's put him in as a cameo. Could be at the start. They they're sort they of... They squish him. <laughs> the movie opens with him just being squashed by Shazam. Well, hey, you make jokes, but I, I feel like we need to see the, the Shazam family in action before okay. a lot of the events take place. Sure. So... I like it. Because they lose their powers. That's right. At least all of them so except Shazam. So, this staff has the ability to take away their powers. Yeah. From what I've seen from the trailer. So, if we see them with their powers, that you know gives yeah. us something to lose when they lose them. It's a real Spider-Man 2 situation. <laughs> if you <laughs> remember how Spider-Man, he loses faith in himself and slowly loses his powers throughout the course of the movie. Yes. 
But it's but this movie doesn't look like it's about their confidence. No, it doesn't. <laughs> They're not going to see a therapist. No. Say, my friend has a dream about <laughs> <Yes>. being Spider-Man. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen. It would be a better movie if it did, <laughs> to be honest. But no. So, all right. Seeing them in action is a good way to start the movie. Can't see another childhood flashback starting. No. I, well, I can't be a childhood- We, we were fl- all childhood flashbacked out from that first movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, it can't be a childhood flashback because, I mean, we see them as children. We've already gotten the Billy Batson thing. I mean, we could yeah. be eating our words and they could do a- Childhood flashback. Wait, 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 wait. Friend. We know what they do in these movies. Don't they introduce the villains first? That's what I was going to say. I think the movie's going to start with the uh, daughters of Athena. Atlas. Oh, sorry, Atlas. Yeah. Daughters yeah. of Atlas. Which is at, by the way, because let's not forget that Atlas is one of the letters in Shazam. Yes. So the Sh- we already know this, but yeah, one of the powers of Shazam comes from Atlas. And what were the other ones? Uh, I know Mercury was one. Zeus was another. Was Atlas. Achilles was one. Solomon. The, Solomon. The wisdom of Solomon. Hercules. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we got it. There we go. Solomon, Hercules, Atlas. Achilles? Zeus, Achilles, and I think- Mercury. Mercury, that's it. Mercury's the last one. We got it. Yeah, we're we're good. We're experts. So, you reckon we're going to be introduced to our daughters of Athena first? Sorry, Athena. Atlas. Yes, I I think that's it. We see a point in the trailer- it'll be a flashback like uh, Black Adam style where we go back in time to see what they were like back in their prime? Yeah, I think it'll be a flashback. I don't know. What I'm going off is there's a scene in the trailer where they're all gathered around a statue that looks like the statue of Atlas. And they're all talking about stuff. So, I think it's going to be set in mythological- Greek worldy yeah, thing. Yeah, that's right. And it's going to so be- Mythological these- Greece is a real place in this universe. Yes, and it's going to be the daughters. We might see them in action. Then we might see like- a- I seems- mean, we don't have to see them doing anything like a big action scene. We just have to have them there as a presence. Yes. Maybe they're angry already then. Like, they're angry that uh, their father's powers are being used to claim champions. Let's not forget that Black Adam was in- imbued with the same powers back in ancient times. Yes, yes, that's right. And and my question is, though, is why haven't they done anything about it until now? And maybe this flashback is going to address that. Does that make sense? Maybe they're trapped by the wizard Shazam. Maybe. That, I mean, maybe that's- the wizard Shazam is like, I've had enough of your shit. I'm going to put you in sure. the, the mirror dimension. Sure. Maybe German- calm down. Yeah, German Honsu appears and talks to them or something. And they have like an argument. At- Who knows? Yeah. That, that, that could be it. That sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the same thing happened at the start of uh, Black Adam, but let's ignore that. I, I, I can't think of That's the anything formula. else. I feel like it needs to set up as what we need in the start is we need to know who these, these women are, are yep. who these bad guys are, why, you know, why they're going to be doing what they're doing and why it's taken them so long to do it. Also, it's interesting that I believe there's supposed to be seven daughters of Atlas. Sure. But I've only seen three. There's only three characters listed and in, in, all the tra- in the trailer- in the trailers, there's only three women that are running around doing things. So, yeah. it's only the three. So, maybe there are others that just aren't involved in this. Maybe there's okay. not. So, I don't know if that's worth mentioning at all. But Well, if it's in the movie, we'll get points in the future. Might as well mention it. Mm. So, do you think they're going to be fighting with- Do you think Atlas is going to be a presence in this movie? No, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. Maybe they're talking to the statue. They're just like, Atlas! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think Atlas is going to be in this movie at all. Because I think co- be in the comics, Atlas is an actual presence. Superman talks to him. He's actually holding the world, so- Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, so- But I, I, I agree just, with you. I okay. don't- think we're going to see Atlas. It's just going to be- we don't need talk. too much in this movie. We've no. already got too many characters, no. as is a problem with most superhero movies these days. So, let's just keep it as simple as possible, even though the movie might not itself. Good idea. So, we've moved on. We've moved on from our flashback to present day. Do you think we'll start off in the pediatrician's office, sorry, the therapist's office, with that gag to reintroduce us to Shazam, or do you reckon we'll have an action scene with the Shazamly first? I think we're going to have an action scene with the Shazamly first. Okay. So, I think the gags will come later. Okay. Let's say what we said earlier, and it starts off with them defeating Mr. Mind. 
Yes. And that's the way that we can tie that whole thing in, in, in a satisfying way. We can, they're not going to do this in the actual movie. But let's just say in our plot, they're defeating Mr. Mine. They're stamping on him. His guts are going everywhere. They're like, thank goodness for that. What an epic battle. Shame you guys in the audience couldn't see it. Yeah. Or, you know, m- more likely it's probably going to be just regular stuff like a national disaster stopping a bank heist or, like, yeah. you know, a fire in a building and they're saving yeah, exactly. all the victims. It's probably going to be that. But yeah. let's say it's Mr. Mind because if it is, we'll be happy. We'll be future. so happy. And we're going to see the Shazam family flying around, showing all their special powers because yeah. I think some are, s- are faster, some are stronger. That's right. And there's a lot but of banter. But they're disorganized, Manny D. They don't have a strong leader. So, Billy Batson is supposed to be their leader, but he doesn't feel confident in his leadership skills, as we see in the trailer. So, that's something we've got to establish right away at the start here. Right. So, they're trying to save the day, but they're disorganized, and that causes problems. They ultimately end up saving the day, but Billy is just like, man, that could have gone better if, you know, my leadership was stronger. Yes. Because we're just flying in with no plan by the seat of our pants, and we've got no one to guide us, and that should be me, but I'm not doing it. Do you think it's going to be shown in a way that he's going to try to do everything by himself, and he's not going to communicate with his family, right. and it's just going to, all going to fall apart yeah. because of that? Yes. Of course, they'll win, but they'll just win. Or do you think it'll be a case of like someone will be like, oh, Billy, what do we do here? And he's going to be like, oh, anyway. anyway. I like your first Tell option him. better. Yep. So, let's go with that one. Okay. That's good. That's a good lesson learned. Good lesson of ego. And of course, that leads us perfectly into- him talking to his therapist, who yes. happens to be a pediatrician, because, of course, Billy Batson is a secretly child. a child, even though I believe he's 18 now. Is it's he? been four years since the last movie. But does this film take place four years after the it, first movie? so much older. They can't say he's the same age, and he was about 15 in that movie, so he's going to wow. be at least 18 now. Okay, so they're going to they're gonna go into oh, that Oh, and that well. goes on with the responsibility of being, of being an, adult. an adult. Oh, it's writing itself. Look yes. at this. There we go. Him being an adult, him potentially moving out, him no longer being the foster oh. care system. Yeah, maybe he thinks, like, maybe my foster parents won't want me anymore now that I'm yeah. an adult, and that's going to be a conflict. You know, by the end of the movie, of course, his foster parents are going to be like, no, you can stay for as long as you want. We're always going to be a family. We're always going to be a family together. But, you know, at the start, he's thinking, like, oh, I'm 18 now. You know, I'm going to be obligated to go out and live on my own. And he, and he doesn't want to leave the family. Well, look at this. It's Boom. coming together. Yeah, that's it. And, and he's trying to figure out what an adult is, how to be an adult, yes. what that means. So, yeah, I think wow. we're onto something. <laughs> Can I just add something just while it's on my thought, just yeah. to jump back to the opening scene? Okay, wow. Just to, just to help with our narrative here. Okay. I think we're going to see the daughters of Atlas with the staff. Sure. Jaiman Honsu takes the staff off them. Yep, and traps them in the mirror dimension. Well done. Sure. But that that gives us, oh, okay, the staff is important. Yes. Well done. Well, that, like we just tied that up. Okay, uh, cool. I like it. We're on a good well track done. so far. Yes. And we're cooperating and we're agreeing. This is good. So, we've already, we've already established that Billy Batson has a lot of personal issues that he's trying to deal with. So, the only person he knows to go and see is a pediatrician, his child doctor. But, of course, since he goes as Shazam, because the only way he can talk about his Shazam issues is through Shazam. Because if he's Billy Batson, that would give away that he's a superhero. Yeah. So, he goes to the only doctor he knows, a pediatrician. <laughs> we're set up for that great gag. And he calls himself an idiot. We see that in both the trailers. So, we understand that Billy Batson is just not confident in his abilities and he feels like he should be doing better. And we've already talked about all the issues that he's going to be, you know, dealing with at the moment. And this will be all done for last, but also- That's right. Like, developing a character arc. So, now we've got to sort of establish all of our characters as kids before we really get into the nitty gritty of the superhero stuff. Yeah. So, they're going to switch back. They're going to be in the foster family home. That's right. Going to be doing stuff. I don't know. And of course, if- the foster parents are oblivious to the fact that they are superheroes. Yeah. Your foster parents are dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they they are completely- Wait, did they get told that at the end of the first movie? About the superhero thing? Yeah. No, they-, they never no. did. And oh. in fact, in the trailers, we see that the foster parents are still oblivious. Ah, okay. Cool, 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 cool. So, they don't know. Man, I forget so much of that first yes. movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're doing stuff, I guess. And I, I-, I think- 
just to throw out a really bold yeah. idea, I think this would be a perfect opportunity to introduce the daughter of Atlas that we know the least about, Anthea. Yes. Yeah, so I called her Athena before. It's Anthea. Anthea. So, Anthea seems like the nicer- uh, Anytime we see her in the trailer, she's mm. wearing regular civilian clothes. She's not- Wearing like the same armor that the other two sisters are, which leads me to believe that she is presented as a regular girl mm-hmm. in the in the first time we're introduced to her. So that's smart. What if she's introduced, say, at Billy Batson's school? She's worked like at a, a coffee teacher shop or something. No, she's she's like she looks like a teenager. Okay. She looks like she's the same age as Billy Batson. Right. In fact, I think the actors are around the same age. I wonder if there's a romance there then. Possibly, or hints at a romance. Because I think she's going to be the character what if she's, that goes against like, her other sisters. What if she's his high school crush? She's introduced as the new girl in school. She was sent in as like, you know, this is all part of an elaborate plan. It's by a very long sisters. game. But, you know, we think that she's a regular girl and then halfway through the movie, it's revealed that she's one of the sisters, even though we know from the pre-release material. Yeah, I'll, yeah, no, I'll, I like that. I think that. And it leaves a perfect opportunity for Billy to have a crush on her. Yeah. I think he'll meet her in this movie. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, it won't be a pre-existing thing, but yeah, I agree with that. That, yeah. that works. So, she's the new girl in school. We don't realize oh. that she's from- And then, and there we go. And that's like a really old trope, right? Yes. They, she's meant to- I'm just of, going from stuff that I've seen a million <laughs> times before. She's going to try to get information out of him. She's going to try to keep an eye on him. And yes. then she's going to start having feelings for him. In these, that's in her, right. Her sisters will be like, don't. No, this is the mission. That's right. We're gods. I think we've got it. I think we've got it. Kieran, if they do that, I'm going to be so mad. I can guarantee you they will. I'm going to be so mad. I can just tell from looking at these, this pre-release material. It's going to be like, oh my God, the what, what was that superhero movie about the high school? Sky High. Sky they're high, they're doing yeah. the plot of Sky High. Yes, they are. Fantastic. <laughs> I was literally just thinking of that. <laughs> oh, but, but they also do in a heap of Transformers movies as well. It's like the same standard, you know, main character has a crush on her. She ends up being, you know- a bigger deal than we thought, plot-wise. Yeah. She fixes cars. She fixes cars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not specifically thinking of the first Transformers movie. Sure, yeah. I know what you mean, but yeah. Okay, so we've established uh, Anthea. Yes. Not cool. Athena, Anthea. Cool. So, we see her in civilian life. Billy has a, That's right. has a thing for her. Like might- I said, we're not. it's not revealed to us for a while that she really is one of these daughters of Atlas. No. Even though we know that if we watch Even though trailers. we know. Well, cool. it's not obvious in the trailers, because like I said, they didn't really focus on her. They show her like- Powering up beams from her hands, but that's it. Mm. We don't even see who she's attacking. Could be anybody. Yeah. Could be a sister. Could be. Could be. From what we understand, the the events of the movie really kick off when uh, Jaimon Honsu's character, the wizard Shazam, we will just call him the wizard for ease, he's somehow been imprisoned by the sisters. So, we see him in a jail cell and he contacts Shazam slash Billy through magic. Okay. And he t- he's the one who tells Billy that, Look out, these sisters of Atlas are coming after you. You need to protect yourself. You need to hide out whatever you need to do to be prepared. All right. I have an idea with this. So, we know that the wizard is dead at the end of the first movie. I think the we sisters- We presume, yeah. Sisters, f- through magic, mm-hmm. resurrect him. Why do they resurrect him? Because he will know who is imbued with the powers of Shazam. Perfect. I love it. And he knows where the staff is. Exactly. And they go and find the staff. They find it in the museum. They connect the yep. staff back. We see the staff in the stadium scene. So, we know they have it at that point. That's right. Later, Shazam- I think that's happening much later in the movie, yeah. though. Later, Shazam has it as well. So, that's he's right. got to get it at some point. I, I, the chronological order of this staff is, is how this movie is piecing together for me. I don't know if you yes. feel the same way. Yeah, I'm the same. But, yeah, no, I like that. So, they reincarnate Shazam, the wizard. <laughs> yeah, just call him the wizard. To find they out. They imprison him. Mm-hmm. So, he's back, but he's under the, the capture. He's been captured by the, the two sisters. 
Um, oh, it could be like, oh, give us the power of Shazam. And he's like, already did it. Yeah, can't do it. Well, We've already got a whole bunch of contenders way back down <laughs> on Earth. <laughs> well, tell me who then, you know. And and so they're like, we're going to go to Earth. We're going to get the, the scepter and we're going to take the powers back. And you you're going to tell us who has it. He's gonna yeah, that's like, right. No, I'm not. That's right. I think yeah, I think we've got it there. Cool. So, obviously, the wizard Shazam does escape from prison at some point. You'll probably just use magic, you know, or maybe like a giant eagle will come down and, and rescue him. Yeah, he, he'll uh, he'll tempt the dog with the yeah, keys in right. his mouth with a bone. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, Shazam, through the wizard's warning, is aware that the sisters are coming after him. He tells his family, like, look, these really powerful guys, they're, they're gods, basically. They're coming after us. We've got to protect ourselves. And, of course... He's like, I've got to be a leader. We've got to work together and we can defeat these guys. But don't worry, we're superheroes. Shouldn't very, be an issue. Yeah, they're cocky. We're imbued with the power of Shazam. We're worthy. So, yeah, we got this. And their arrogance will be their fall. That's right. So, we see in the trailer that Shazam has a sit down with Hespera. So, they have, they go to like a Philly cheesesteak <laughs> restaurant or something like that. And basically, Shazam tries to talk his way into a, a, a truce, essentially, yeah. with uh, the sisters. But it doesn't go so well. I think it's going to be a thing of she's going to reach out to him. She's going to be like, let's talk terms, you know, and she's going to be played as- I a think bit- it would make more sense that Shazam would be like, let's talk terms because she just wants to take his powers. Right. Okay. Sure. I, I kind of thought that she would sort of be more sort of, you know, before warfare, you discuss terms and he goes, okay, let's go to- Well, no, I'm this saying restaurant. this is good growth for Billy because he's trying to be a better leader. Okay. It's just yeah. like, look, I'm going to be the Dominic Toretto of the group. <laughs> So, you know, there's always a scene in a Fast and Furious movie where, you know, the good guy and the bad guy, you know, usually Dominic Toretto and the bad guy sit down and have a chat and realize that, yep, we're going to go to war. That's That makes sense. Billy Batson thinks he can reason with her. So That's right. Yeah, cool. now, we also skipped over the part that when the sisters come to Earth, they go to a museum and take the broken staff and reforge it. Yes. Well, we did, we did sort of breeze over We, that, we mentioned that, it. That yeah. happens at this point. But they cause chaos at this point, which causes, you know, which obviously attracts the attention of the Shazamily. And then that's when he's like, okay, we need to make a stop to this. Let's, I'm going to meet with their leader. I'm going to be the leader. I'm going to meet with their leader and I'll make sure everything's okay. Yeah, that's right. That's cool. I like that. I like that. And just so we get points in the future, their whole dynamic is going to be, she's going to be very serious and doesn't get his humor. Yeah. And he doesn't really read the room at all and, and cracks jokes too off too much. I like it. We see during the sit down that they have at the, the cheesesteak restaurant. That Shazam, you know, he references the Fast and Furious and then goes to summon his Shazamily, the other members of mm-hmm. his superhero family, but they don't turn up. Why don't they turn up? Have they already lost their powers at this point? Well, we do see in the trailer that when most of the kids lose their powers, Billy's there. Yeah, okay. So, it can't be that. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe they're off doing something else. <laughs> Maybe they're off shopping in the shopping center or something like that, getting groceries. Are they mad at him? I couldn't see why they would be. And I can't see them refusing the call if he called them. Yeah. Yeah, because we see in the trailer that once these negotiations don't go well, Hespera kicks Billy Batson into a building and the two of them have like a pretty epic fight Mm -hmm. in what looks like a warehouse. So, obviously, they're going from inside building to building, bouncing around, having a fight. She's trying to take his powers. They're, They're busy doing something. Oh, I've worked it out. Yeah. I've got a solution. So, we see in the trailer that they end up going to what looks like an ancient magical world. Cool. I like this. Yes. Obviously, the wizard Shazam teleports the most of the Shazamily to this other dimension. Uh-huh. And we see that, I believe it's Mary Shazam, or Mary Marvel as she was originally known, <laughs> is doing research. She's reading about the powers of the daughters in some sort of like Hogwarts-esque library. Right. So, obviously, the wizard Shazam, right. while um, Billy Batson is having his tete-a-tete with Hespera, 
the Wizard Shazam is like, you guys have got to be prepared. Come with me. I've got to give you as much information as possible. And we've got to work out a way to defeat them. Takes them to another dimension, this other world where they go to like an ancient library where they can discover more information and potential weaknesses of the sisters. Yeah, great. Which is why they're not around to help Billy out in this circumstance. Yeah, it makes sense. They want to know how to defeat them. So they go to this library. It's a cool location jump. I like it. Cool. That's done. Now, something I noticed in the trailers, and it really caught my attention for most of it, is that Billy Batson ends up with like what looks like a scorch mark or a sear on his costume. Yeah, you said this to me off air, and I thought that happened in the fight. Yeah, it could happen in the fight. He could be struck by something. It could be. We see a dragon later on in the movie, but we can talk about that a little later. That's going to happen later, though, surely. Yeah, and what I noticed about the scorch mark on his suit is it starts off small, and then by the end of the movie, it's covered the whole suit. So, okay. obviously, there's some sort of, uh, like, hex or, or spell put on Billy Batson or he's hit by some sort of magical charm that is causing his suit to almost decay in a way or sort of corrupt him. Yeah. Okay. And maybe that puts a time limit on him. Yes. To sto- sort of I believe so. So, I think it's either two things. Either the presence of the daughters being here is causing this or something they do directly to I him. I think it's something they do directly to him. I originally they probably thought- probably zap him with, like, the staff, and but rather than taking his powers away, it's, like, slowly diminishing him. Could it be the tree that they plant? It could be. I mean, Hel- what's Helen the name? Mirren's- Calypso yeah. plants a tree. Yeah, she, she has a golden apple. You said Helen Mirren. It wasn't. It was Lucy no, Liu. No, it was Lucy Liu. So-, so, interestingly enough, before we get into that, there's actually a point where Helen Mirren stops turning up in the, in the trailers. Does so, it die? looks like Helen Mirren's character may either be, A, killed off or just become inconsequential because the main villain at the end is shown to be Lucy Liu's character of Calypso. She's the one riding the dragon. She's the one that they're battling in what appears to be the final fight. Okay. So, I think Hespera is going to be set up to be our main villain, but then, of course, Lucy Liu's Calypso is going to take center stage at the end. Mm. And we underestimate her through the whole film, but then she's ultimately revealed to be the most powerful. And she's the warrior of the three. I believe so, yeah. I, You know, I, I'm not going with- like law or anything like that, but I, I, that, I just think she's going to be the warrior out of all three. Yeah. Well, she's the one shown to be planting a giant seed that causes this giant plant to grow up out of a stadium and it envelops the entire city. And it creates creatures, mythological creatures right. to come out. I think So, we like see unicorns. Minotaurs. We see minotaurs. Harpies. A dragon comes out. The of dragons course. come out. Of course, yeah. she summons a dragon so she can ride around on it. And of course, the dragon's going to end up fighting the Shazamily. So, could it be that tree that's doing that to Shazam? Yeah, I don't know how that works. I mean, it's it, magic. Through Wi-Fi? <laughs> I don't know. Anything could happen. This is the problem with predicting these kind of movies. It's like, we can throw all sorts of theories out there, and they could just say, oh, yeah, it's just magic. Yeah. And no, well, and we could say a, that. And not have an explanation <laughs> beyond that. I mean, yeah. Do, do you have another thought of why- he's- Let's just keep it broad. Okay. They've done something to him using magic that is sapping his abilities, and then eventually it's probably going to like kill him off if they don't yes. stop it in time. Yeah. He, he will die. Yeah, he'll die and they'll just bring him back to life like Superman in Batman versus <laughs> Superman. I could totally see that happening. Wow, imagine if they did kill him off. Imagine if they were just like, well, this is the last Shazam movie. I don't think they'd kill him off permanently if they did kill him off. In fact, I- I'm not really that confident that they would kill him off. But, you know, you do see his suit in varying stages of decay. What if it's like it's down to the wire? He's just about to die. And then, of course, you know, one of the sisters of Athena, who we might have a romantic attachment to, Anthea, mm. has the ability to bring him back. Yeah. I, See, I'm I like going it. way off the rails I, here. I, I like it. I just like it. Just throwing out all sorts of ideas. To throw another thing out there as well, it could be much like your beloved Spider-Man 2 and it could be a lack of his confidence. That's what's causing the corruption. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that silly. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, we'll go with they did it to him. Okay. Of course they would. So, we've got to get Helen Mirren out of the way. Now, we do see that they take away Freddie Freeman's powers and kidnap Freddie. 
So, there is obviously a point in the movie where they need to get- free- Oh, and they also trap the city in what looks like a giant magical they do, dome or like bubble. They do, like a dome, yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, after the failed battle with Shazam and uh, Hespera, so obviously Hespera will defeat Shazam because Shazam Lee isn't around, they'll come back from this other realm and like, hey, they're, they're going to do this, they're going to plant this giant tree, the only way to defeat them is da-da-da-da-da. Uh-huh. Freddie Freeman gets his powers taken away. He's kidnapped by the sisters. They trap the Shazamily in the city by using a huge magical dome. They're outside of the magical dome on what looks like a floating platform. This could be the point where things turn for the sisters. So, we've got to get rid of Helen Mirren and we've got to bring in Lucy Liu as our villain. So, I think Calypso's going to kill uh, Helen Mirren. Yeah, that's right. So, obviously, Helen has some sort of plan or maybe she's going to go back on her or her original plan of killing them. Maybe she's not that ruthless. Maybe she's like, I can see that they're worthy. The right choice was made. Yeah, maybe Freddie Freeman has something to do with it because he's with them. Yes. Well, he's the heart of these movies, right? So, yeah. maybe he does say maybe something. Maybe he talks her into reneging. Maybe he talks her into surrendering. But, of course- Calypso is just like, no way is that happening. We're not, you know, we don't want to disrespect our father any further. She kills Hespera and then takes the role of the villain. Mm-hmm. Goes down, plants the giant tree that's going to suck the life out of the world, presumably. She summons all these mythical beasts. They cause chaos in the city. And Anthea's kind of like scared, so she's not really wanting to be well, part of it. Well, I think she's been revealed as being one of the sisters at this point, mm-hmm. but is just sort of standing idly by because yes. she doesn't want to go against her sister's. But she doesn't really want to hurt our Shazamily either. She's conflicted. Yeah, she's conflicted. But for the time being, it looks like she's with the sisters. But of course, we know that she's going to be the one at the end of the day to turn against her sister Calypso and help the Shazamily win the day. Of course. Or even bring Billy Batson back to life if he dies. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that one. Billy Batson. Yeah, no, Billy Batson's not going to die. Fair enough. They, Let's the get only, that idea. The only reason is because he's still a kid. I mean, I know he's supposed to be like 18, but like he's, they're not going to do that, you know? Okay. Well, he's 18. That's not a child. I know, but it's, st- it's still too young to kill somebody off in this kind of movie. Oh, in this kind of movie, you say. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, how old is old enough to kill off a, a character? But I- even if you're bringing them back straight away, how old is old enough in the Matty D universe? Like 20s, I think. You can 20s. Kill somebody okay. Off. So, if, you had, if it was two years older, <laughs> they, they, they could fair do. game. Yeah. So, are all of the Shazamly's powers taken away with the exception of Billy Batson? Yes, because we need to get rid of them. Yeah, that's right. And we see that they're confronted by a dragon as well, without powers. They're riding horses. And they're riding, yeah, unicorns. Yes, that's right. Unicorns. Which would be a magical moment for any little girl. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I can imagine, like, the younger sister would be like, wow, unicorns. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be great. They're they're, they're not, like, white, how you'd imagine (laughs) unicorns. They're, like, really evil-looking dark unicorns. So, I I don't know what the story is there. I don't know, but do they have to, um, was it called where you, like, tame the horse? Well, tame it, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Tame the unicorn. They still look black and evil when they were riding them, but yeah, who knows? I'm not an expert, and you're clearly not an expert on both unicorns or the Shazam universe, or even if they are <laughs> unicorns in the Shazam universe. I don't think there are, because these characters, the two sisters, well, the three sisters of uh, Atlas are just made up. Mm-hmm. I tried to do research into their comic book counterparts. They didn't exist. Oh, really? Yeah. Are they different characters in the comic book? No, there's no equivalent. Oh, wow. There's no equivalent villain at all in the Shazam comics. Please correct me if I'm wrong, I know. but in the research that I did, the limited research that I did, I couldn't find anything about these sisters. Yeah, I know that. I know in Greek mythology, these sisters exist, but they don't have these names. No, that's right. And they're seemingly completely different. Yeah. 
Well, if uh, superhero movies have taught me anything, don't follow the mythology. No. Because they're just going to make up their own stuff as comic books always do. But this isn't related to a comic book specifically, so it's more so movie. Movie superhero logic. All right, so what is our big climax going to be? We know that Shazam is left with his back against the wall. He's the only family member who still has powers. He's going up against Calypso, who is our final boss. She's got a dragon. Shazam needs to defeat Calypso, and he needs to defeat the tree, because I think the tree is making Calypso more powerful. Yeah. So, destroying the tree in the stadium is what he needs to do, and that's where the final fight will take place. Sure. And she'll be in a dragon. Yeah, that's right. Now, we see him fighting the dragon solo as well. We see him, like, kick the dragon through a building. Mm -hmm. So, do you reckon he'll defeat Calypso first? Or maybe even, you know, standard movie rules, we can't have the man defeat the woman. Good old Anthea will come in and fight her sister. Well, I think he'll fight her, but the killing blow will be Anthea. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She'll ultimately defeat her, and it'll be like her choosing the right side right at the end. That's right. That'll be her character. And that leaves Shazam to take on the dragon. The dragon is literally the dragon. He's the final enemy left at the end of this movie. Shazam is now wielding the staff. Maybe he uses the staff to zap away uh, Calypso's powers. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. Avatar-esque, and then give or, powers or, back to the sorry, family. What if it was Anthea zaps away Calypso's powers, throws the staff to Billy Batson, says, go fight that dragon tiger. <laughs> Billy Batson has a harrowing fight with the dragon. He doesn't die, yep. according to our plot, but he does defeat the dragon, and then he's able to use the staff to give the powers back to the Shazamily, and we're all happy dappy. I want to add one thing to this. Yep. So, I think the Shazam family are on unicorns. While this is all happening, they're sort of helping everybody else. Yeah, they're, they're saving people from minotaurs and trolls and they're goblins. Being, they're being heroes without the superpowers because that's, right. that's important. Yes. Shazam will fight the dragon with his family. He will zap the powers back to his family, okay. learning the ultimate lesson that together- And he's giving them instructions. And he's a good leader, yes. He's being a good leader. I love it. That's the lesson we learn. And he doesn't yes. do it by himself. Perfect. He learns that he can do it. Oh, I like it. He can lean on his family. I like it. We've got it. We've got it. In the bag. So, we can't have Anthea around forever. She's got to go back to her own place. Her, you know, her mission here is done. She's not going to hang around and be a child on Earth forever. So, she's like, well, I'm sorry, Billy. We had a great time, but I've got to go back to my planet. She's going to get on her motorcycle and ride off into the sunset. That's right. Or Billy's going to be heartbroken. (laughs) He's going to draw a picture of him and her together with a love, (laughs) like a love heart around (laughs) it. And and then look at it like with a little tear in his eye. Mm, Just can't work between men and women like us. No. Like very like us. Casablanca. Yeah, exactly. Walks off in the fog. It's the beginning of a beautiful friendship. But this movie needs to end in a lighthearted way, I think. Because that's the tone of this movie. Yeah, Shazam just comes out, rips a massive fart. Everyone laughs. The end. <laughs> end credits roll. End credits stinger with Black Adam. The end. Shazam goes, I'm single baby and does like an Austin Powers. That'd be so good. We see Superman again. No, Black Adam. Black Adam. We've we got see- to work Black Adam in here. There's no oh. point making the whole Black Adam movie oh. if uh, they're not going to work well, in Then Black in. Adam appears and says, who is this Rudy Pooh? Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. That's how the movie ends. That's our end credits stinger. Yeah, I think we got it. Because let's not forget that in Black Adam, had you seen the movie, Matty D, it's revealed that Black Adam isn't actually imbued with the powers of Shazam. Powers are just sort of passed on to him from his son. And his son, believe it or not, was Zachary Levi in that movie. So, remember how his kid we, his kid was killed mm-hmm. in Black Adam? This is spoilers for Black Adam, by the way. Before his kid was killed, his kid became Shazam. Shazam was played by Zachary Levi in that movie. And as he was dying, he passed on his powers to his father, who was, of course, Black Adam. And so, he sort of has like a perverted 
version of the powers. So they're just being passed on. He doesn't become actually Shazam. So he didn't earn them. They were no, passed he didn't earn on. Them. That's and right. Because of his grief and anger, they've manifested in a dark. That's way. right. That's right. Because that was the twist in that movie, right? That we Correct. thought that The Rock was the <laughs> the the little the, boy, the little boy, but it turns out he was the father. That's right. Correct. Cool. So they've got to work him in because they've already established Zachary Levi as Shazam in the uh, Black Adam movie. So he's a part of this universe. They've got to tie him in and then potentially get people excited for a potential that, Black that Adam 2. That would be too. cool because, I mean, The Rock- Not The Rock. Black Adam faces his son. It's like, oh, my God. Well, yeah, he would recognize him you as know, his son. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, That I, would I be a moment, now. right? Like, oh, my dead son, I'm looking yeah. at. Yeah. Why have you taken my dead son's appearance? Or he doesn't think that his son is dead. Yeah. Imagine Interesting. That. Lots of food for thought. I there. mean, I mean, just the two characters looking at each other would be enough of yeah. a stinger. Yeah, <laughs> like Dwayne's eyebrow just arcs up, <laughs> as is his trademark these days. <laughs> and that's our Shazam movie. I, that's Shazam: know, Fury of the Gods. That's as good as we're ever gonna go. That's right. <laughs> that's as close. As I we're know ever it feels gonna. a little bit half-assed, but I think a movie like this really writes itself. And I felt like we really rode the wavelength of the movie there. Hey, for the most part. I think it was- Very shaky at the end, but- uh, Look, it was better than our original prediction of the first one. Yes. We've come a long way. Absolutely. Look at us. How well did we do with that first prediction? I don't really remember. We grew like Billy Batson did in, in this prediction. Well, I remember talking a lot about runes, and we didn't yeah. mention runes once. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Dr. Silvano is going to come back in this. No, unless he's like a giant head with little legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a way to do it. Not a way that works, but yeah, it is a way to do it. No, okay, so we're not going to see Mr. Mind. Well, he's in our version. He's in our version, yeah. But in uh, in reality, we're not going to see Mr. Mind. We're not going to see any of the villains from the previous movie. He might be on someone's shoe. Yeah. Yeah, Shazam's shoe, but yeah. Let's wrap it up. I'm, I'm done with talking about this movie. I'm not excited to see it if it wasn't <laughs> obvious, but I am excited now just because I want to see if we are close at all. Because we really, I sort of feel like we have nothing, but will that nothing become something when the movie comes out? Or will the movie surprise us and actually be good? Yeah. Well, you like the first one. Yeah. Why wouldn't you like the second one? Sure. Maybe I'll like the second one. Maybe you will. We, we can only <laughs> wait maybe a week or two to find out. It's not an origin story, so there's every chance. Yeah. So, you, the dear listener, do you have any thoughts on what might happen in the plot of Shazam! Fury of the Gods? Did you see the first movie? What were your thoughts on the first movie? Are you excited to see a sequel? There's several places that you can talk to us and let us know. You can leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site through the Podbean app. You can find us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can just drop us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. Potentialspoilerspod is all one word. That's right. Are you an expert in the Shazam universe? Have we missed is something? anybody. Obvious. Are you an expert in Greek mythology? It's not going to help you here. Have we missed something important? Let us know. Please do. Now, before we wrap it up for another week, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing next week. As is standard, we're going back to another installment of Actual Spoilers, where we revisit a movie that we've covered in the past and see how well we did at predicting the plot. And next week, I know Matty D is going to be excited. If Shazam's not going to push your uh, action movie buttons, then maybe Mortal Kombat will. Yes, well, this was a movie I enjoyed. Okay, you're giving away your thoughts already. It was a movie I was very excited to see, but I'll tell you my thoughts on it next I week. I think we have a lot to discuss with this Oh, one. we have so we much have to discuss. We have a lot to discuss, and it's probably going to end up in a fight. It will. It will. So please, I beg you, tune in to listen to that. And until then, we'll see you then. Look, I might not have as much experience as you because I'm not super old like you, <laughs> but I've seen all of the Fast and the Furious movies, lady. It's all about family. I'm an idiot.